On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, I talk with Amelia Model from Promo Corner, and she talks about making the transition from sales to content to sales. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is an absolute rock star. She's a Promo Corner rock star. She's the Vice President of Sales at Promo Corner, Amelia Model. Thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I I kind of feel a little bit bad. You have the promo logo, (laughs) the promo corner logo behind you, and I don't have one behind me. Well, you don't need it because everybody just knows. That's it. You're you're good. They know. Perfect. Yeah. I need all the help I can get. Uh, So, um, so you have a piece of content called a model's closet. So Mm -hmm. where you feature different apparel and items from your closet. I'm curious. Talk to me about the inspiration and where that piece came from. Absolutely. Um, so I started, I've been doing this for a little over a year. I started, my first one went out last December and I had been at Promo Corner for only about four months and I was just trying to like read all the content, watch all the blogs, listen to all the podcasts mm-hmm. and realizing how creative all the people were that worked with me and um, feeling like I was like maybe a little out of my league. So I wanted to kind of contribute a little bit and have a creative outlet um, because everybody thinks of um, you know Brandon and Bill um, and how awesome they do. So um, I was kind of just kind of spit firing with some people and thought, what could I do that I can actually do? Because I can't do daily content like Brandon. It's just not in my wheelhouse. I sure. have too many days where I don't want to do my hair and makeup. It's just too much. <laughs> So I was like, what girl doesn't want more fashion in her closet? So I I ran it by a few people and I came up with the idea. And obviously my last name is Model, so it was a perfect pun to have a model's closet. Um, And so, yeah, it just kind of sparked from there. I made a few phone calls to some friends. They sent me some sample things in. I had a bunch of promo in my closet already, and I just kind of did a few tests and Mm, worked it out with Brandon. Yeah, so it, it, it going off script already, but I just I'm curious because to me it's like not only are you in a place where content is um, a big piece, but it's also a great brand builder for you as you're making sales Absolutely. calls. So I, I, Absolutely. Yeah, I got to think that would be good. Yeah, that was kind of the second part. So I've been in the service industry for about seven and a half years now, um, but I was, again, at a new company, so I had to build my reputation to being at this company. Right. And I can only make so many phone calls and be in so many places. So social media is a great way to get that out there and let people know um, and have them follow you. And it's fun. And yeah, and just have a good time with it. No, that's absolutely fun. No, yeah, absolutely. You can tell you're you're putting your personality into it. And I appreciate that. So I'm curious. So you've been in sales. So talking to Mm -hmm. people face to face or even in groups might be easy. But can you discuss the transition of doing something like this? Like all of a sudden you're staring at a camera? Was it a piece of cake? Was it easy? Or talk about the difference. <laughs> no. Uh, in <laughs> fact, I'm having severe anxiety right now talking to a camera. <laughs> I hate listening to myself and seeing myself on camera. We uh, we do video chats through Promo Quarter all the time. And Bill has gotten to where he will text me first. Like, are you okay to video chat? Because he knows I just hate being just on the screen automatically. So yeah, it was it was hard. When I first started doing it, I would start and stop every time I'd mess up. Mm. So poor Brandon, who does my editing, I would send him like 20 clips and he would try to piece it together. And he's like, 
just go. Just don't stop. Just go. Um, If you mess up, it's fine. We can take care of it in editing. But I've gotten more comfortable over time. Um, For the first six months, I had to have it on selfie mode so I could see myself to adjust because I'm a girl and I'm vain and I can pick myself apart very easily. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've, I've gotten to where I can just do it. I do two takes and I just let it roll. I don't even watch it. So we just let it go. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because I, I great advice from Brandon is I tell people that all the time. Keep going even if you know you're not going to use the take because it mm-hmm. gives you sort of verbal and mental reps so that you're stronger the next time anyway. I think when people start and stop, they almost create the habit of stopping. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, absolutely. And, yeah. and I think so many times in our heads it's got to be perfect, but that's not how people talk. You know, people no. say um People interrupt, people start, stop. And I think sometimes we, when we focus on that, we actually bring more attention to it than the listeners actually notice. Yeah, it makes it real. I, yeah. I'm not perfect, everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, I'm not perfect and it's it's a not a perfect show and that's what it's supposed to be. It is more of a unscripted show. I literally just, um, usually in the mornings, I'll look through and say, okay, I'm gonna put this together. Yeah, unscripted. I make sure I have the item name written down correctly. Um, But other than that, I just go off the cuff. So literally just random things will come out of my mouth. And when I watch it, it's almost like everybody else watching it for the first time because I have no idea what I said. And I prefer it that way. So No, I love that. That's great. It keeps Uh, it fun. And, and I think it's a good it's a good uh, kind of inspiration for people who want to do something, but they are have that phobia sort of like you do that you can overcome that. So well, I want to talk a little bit about sales for you because content is obviously super important. But what are some tips and lessons that you've received that still have value today in a sales world? Um, just really being genuine. Like I said, I've always been on the service provider side, so I've never really sold a hard good or a soft good. So it's a little bit of a different beast. Mm -hmm. Um, but it all comes back down to a saying we've heard before people buy from people they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. And if you're full of bull, people are going to find out, hear about it. Um, this is also a small industry. So it's a, it's a big family and a small industry. Mm. So I think you just go back to the golden rule and you treat others as you would want to be treated. We're mm. all kind of small business owners in a way. So mm-hmm. I would never sell or treat somebody how I wouldn't want to be treated if it was my business and my money. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I just finished reading a book, uh, The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. And he talks about sort of the principles of when you're playing a long game, you make different choices. And uh, I think that's sort of what you're talking about. It's like, hey, I want to create long term. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's cool. you. You you need to because the customers are going to be your customers throughout. And people that I work with at Company A might have been at Company C two months ago, and they'll <laughs> so, call me up. Hey, I, I remember you from here. So yeah, that's awesome. That's great advice. Okay, so you've answered my three questions. I give everybody yes. a chance to ask me a question. Do you have one for me? I do. So um, in reference to content, you produce a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if you've already been asked this question, but how do you continue to produce the amount of content that you do and seem to still enjoy it? Like, it's <laughs> a lot. It's work. People think, oh, it's so fun. They're on a yeah. video. They have that. But it, it can be a grind. And you've been doing it for a long time. So how do you do it and still enjoy it? No, that's a great question. It's funny. I was actually having this conversation uh, at lunch today um, asking, and I think each piece of content, and like you said, I do a blog, I do video mm-hmm. stuff, and then podcasting. And I think each 
piece serves me in a different way. I think blogging for me is often very cathartic. It's almost therapeutic. I can really think through my thoughts. Um, the podcasting piece, I mean, it's a business piece, but then, you know, obviously I enjoy the conversations with Bill. I'd say video is my fun. Like that's the part, mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's the piece that I get to create something. And I feel like at the beginning of the day, it wasn't there. At the end of the day, it is there. And so it's almost like I've put something together that I can show the world. And other than that, how do I keep going is, is based on deadlines, uh, ego <laughs> and, uh, coffee. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, just, uh, but, but for me, actually deadlines help a ton. Um, not only because, you know, I've told, uh, the audience that I'm going to show up on a Wednesday for delivering marketing joy, but it also creates that, that internal timeline too, that like, mm -hmm. you know, come Friday, if I don't have something produced, I'm starting to sweat. So by, by creating those deadlines, that's honestly how I sort of manage it. So, awesome. So cool. That is a great question. And I appreciate you doing this. We'll have to do it again sometime, okay? Absolutely. Cool. Over drinks next time. Okay, I'm down with that. <laughs> and uh, that is going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.